morning from the team here at 1.37 p.m. This is 7.31 a.m. Let's get the day going. Good morning. Good morning. Happy Tuesday. The date is November 9th. This is sort of a funny little birthday that I want to shout out. Uh, today, the Incredible Hulk. But no, not Mark Ruffalo, not Ed Norton. Lou Ferrigno, the man himself, bodybuilder turned the Incredible Hulk because back then they weren't using CGI to make the Hulk. They just got a big, strong man to be the Incredible Hulk. Um, Lou Ferrigno is turning 70 today. I personally just loved him in I Love You Man from 2009. They do a bunch of bits about him being the Incredible Hulk. He's in it as himself. Um, and I just think it's so funny now with the CGI era and like the way they create the Incredible Hulk now. Think about that in 1977 when he was cast and they were like, how do we make the Incredible Hulk be the Hulk on TV? They were like, we got to find a big strong man. And they did it. They found Lou Ferrigno. And somebody else played Bruce Banner. He was just the... Uh, the Hulkified version of him. And I was reading today about that, like Lou Ferrigno and the actor who played the other version of the Hulk had a really nice friendship and just sort of like developed as friends. And it's, uh, it's a cute story about the way that superhero movies have changed. Yeah, Lou Ferrigno, I feel like he doesn't get enough love for being the OG Hulk. He's the Hulk that I remember growing up. Um, I didn't grow up with him. He was before my time, but I remember watching him before any other Hulk, so. Totally. NFTs. This is NFT slash gaming news. Um, but this has been kind of a growing trend from a lot of companies. EA announced something sort of similar recently, but the gaming company Zynga hired a vice president to oversee blockchain gaming. So Zynga, which is the game development company that's responsible for a lot of, I feel like Zynga is the biggest name in mobile gaming, Farmville, Words with Friends. They're going to be entering the blockchain gaming space. They announced that the company had hired marketing veteran Matt Wolf as their new vice president, and he'll be responsible for leading the blockchain gaming efforts from this point forward. Zynga is making a concerted effort to break into the NFT space by developing games within the growing Web 3.0 medium, which for those that don't know, it essentially just means that they'll create assets that are ownership and trading of them is documented on the blockchain as opposed to being documented some way internally by the app. So while right now, a game like Fortnite, when you buy things in Fortnite, that is all documented by Fortnite, by Epic Games within the game, where if in a blockchain game, the assets are actually tracked on the blockchain and hypothetically could also then be taken out of the game and that ownership could be transferred over into another game. Um, there's games like Axie Infinity right now, they're NFT blockchain games, um, and it's just a growing space. As stated by Zynga Chief Product Officer Scott Konigsberg, Zynga's known for venturing into new and blossoming tech platforms, so this move fits right into their usual game plan. Yeah, Charlie, with other gaming companies such as Electronic Arts, Square Enix, and Ubisoft entertaining the idea of NFTs and blockchain gaming, it comes as no surprise that other gaming companies are now following suit. Entertainment. So we have some bad news for all the Star Wars fans out there as the upcoming Road Squadron film has been delayed and taken off of Disney's production schedule altogether. Director Patty Jenkins, who is perhaps best known for her work on the Wonder Woman films as well as the Academy Award winning movie Monster, has unfortunately run into scheduling issues and production has not been able to begin on time. It was scheduled to begin in 2022 for a 2023 release date, but with production being stalled, it is likely that the film's release date will be pushed back. Yeah, and the Rogue Squadron film was set to be the first Star Wars feature following uh, the rise of Skywalker in 2019. They've only put out shows since then, but now it seems like something else might end up taking its place on the roster, or at the very least, it'll be delayed. But 
I, I until writing this up, I had forgotten that they haven't put out a movie since 2019. They've put out because they put out so much other content. Um, but it's sad. This I, I was looking forward to this movie, but we'll hopefully still get it at some point or get something in its place. For sure. And sticking with the entertainment realm, Viola Davis, Michelle Pfeiffer, and Gillian Anderson will act in a series called The First Lady that will focus on the personal and political lives of Michelle Obama, Betty Ford, and Eleanor Roosevelt in its first season. Viola Davis actually had a chat with the former First Lady Michelle Obama before signing off on taking on her role in the new TV show. She also studied Obama's 2020 Netflix documentary just to perfect her gestures. The First Lady, the film, is set to debut during the spring of 2022, so coming up. Sports. All right, guys, tonight, college hoops are back as the season gets underway with two marquee matchups at Madison Square Garden. The first game will tip off at 7 p.m. Eastern time and will feature unranked Michigan State playing against the number three ranked team in the country, the Kansas Jayhawks. Following that game will be number nine Duke going up against number 10 Kentucky, and that should tip off at 9.30 p.m. Eastern time after the first game. Yeah, and while talking about basketball, Kobe, this is not college basketball pro hoops. We didn't want to dedicate a whole section to this, but... The Ben Simmons trade news is starting to percolate again. It seems like the Celtics might be interested in Ben Simmons. What do you think, Colby? I would be shocked if they were interested in Ben Simmons. I mean, I don't know how many teams out there are really interested in this diva at the moment, but if you're the 76ers, yeah, obviously you want Jalen Brown for Ben Simmons if you can make that happen, but that's just something that's not realistic at this moment. Unless Jalen Brown, of course, says that he wants out of Boston, which would change, I think, totally a lot of things. Totally. Yeah, I mean, we'll see. I know you and I just spoke about it, Colby, and I think we disagree about the Ben Simmons situation a little bit, but like, I personally kind of want to see him end up somewhere still, but also my my perception of Ben Simmons changes on a a minute-to-minute basis, essentially, so we'll see. And finally, we got a good update for the fans of sports betting out there. This has been long awaited, especially for New York residents, but uh, New York State approved nine licenses for mobile sports betting yesterday. On Monday, New York State regulators approved nine online sports betting businesses to launch their mobile betting services in New York. Among the nine brands are DraftKings, FanDuel, and BetMGM, and then six other brands. Um, And then their mobile betting components for these brands should hopefully launch by the end of November, which if it launched by the end of November, or even if there's a little bit of a delay, New York residents will be able to bet on the NFL playoffs and then the Super Bowl, um, which is the biggest sports gambling day of the year. So just to catch you up, sports gambling was legalized in New Jersey in 2018, um, and now New York is joining the fray. But one major difference, the tax rate that New York is using, the New Jersey tax rate is 14.25%. New York York will tax wagers at 51% for the next decade, which is a crazy high number, but I personally am from Colorado, and I remember when they first legalized marijuana that they taxed it at a super high rate, and it was just uh, legalizing things that are previously illegal and putting a really high tax rate on them means that people get to do things that they weren't able to do previously legally, and then a lot of that money um, goes back to, I remember that uh, when cannabis was legalized in Colorado, that so much of that money went into education and infrastructure and so many things, so I know that this number at first is kind of an eye popper, that people are like, oy, 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 but I think overall it will be good, and it's Ultimately, if you don't want to pay the tax rate, you don't have to uh, you don't have to bet on games. So I, I feel like it's overall good news for people in New York who want to start betting more accessibly. Yeah, couldn't have said it better, Charlie. Like it's not mandatory; you don't have to bet <laughs> if you don't want to be taxed. So uh, this will be a lot of fun and interesting. Uh, something to look forward to. And that is all we've got for today's episode. For more detail on these stories and more, head over to 137pm.com or follow us on our social media platforms. You know where to find us. We will be back tomorrow. As always, remember, stay curious. 